Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that has its own purple shake. But you also <laughs> you have to you have to order it with a with a with a, a burger and a side of audio. That's uh it's uh it's it's that kind of podcast, uh, you guys. It's me, your host, Matt Doima, with Oh, the old walrus himself, Joe Cogazello. You know what? Honestly, ne- next year for your birthday, we should come up with a shake for you. Yeah, I want to. I want to. What's my uh, McDonald's meal? You get the order the Cogazello. You get uh, all fries, just a bag of fries. <laughs> but for some reason, they bring back the McPizza. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, just just to piss you off, it would be the McLasagna. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's one piece of lasagna. Hey, the Let's give you a box. It's just a loose piece of lasagna. Microwave. It was just like, leaking. And, yes, uh, it's a very oily box. And then you get a, and, you, and instead of a shake, you just get a fifth of Jameson. Yes. Oh, God. What a disgusting McMeal. <laughs> You know, and uh, we could talk about anniversary meals for for Joe. The entire, just the two of us, we could. Uh, and, we and we could hype, you know, what would the toy be in yours though? Uh, that would be a onesie. That would nah. be a little oneer. Like it's like a pinchy or maybe a dugout. You get a dugout with mine. There you go. There you go. We could talk about this the entire, and we probably will actually talk about this. Yeah, this is going to come episode. back up. <laughs> but we need to introduce our guest. God damn it! Uh, coming to us live from New York. It's Saturday night. No, it is. Uh, it's Anders Lee. Everybody, give it up for Anders, you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Anders Lee here. What do you think, uh, Anders? What do you think would be in Joe, Joe's anniversary meal from McDonald's? Uh, probably a lot of hair. Okay. Um, <laughs> some yeah, rigatoni. Some stray noodles of rigatoni. Yeah, bring back uh, the bring back the pasta, the McPasta. Couple cigarettes. Get the young ones started early. Maybe a cigarette-shaped noodle or two. <laughs> it's just a couple put-out cigarettes in the pasta. I, I'd yeah. Like, I'd like you to know, Anders, I've grown up a lot since you've seen me last. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. Oh, you don't? Want, I don't want to get the kids hooked on the smack. Okay. <laughs> just the McDonald's. Yes, the smack you know, zone. yes exactly. Dude, if I had a kid, addictions. If I had a kid, no McDonald's, no fast food. They won't even know that shit existed until they were 18. And can legally eat it on their own. I will say you uh, forced uh, my mom to. You met my mom, and she normally doesn't talk about this, but she admitted to uh, having smoked cigarettes in her past when she was giving us a ride, which I had never heard her discuss up to that point. So I was kind of impressed with that. I was just, you know, honestly, if it, when you're talking about Joe and meeting parents, it's like she's like, yeah, and then Joe got her to to to, uh, to smoke a J with us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Almost, I was this close. Next time, we get a ride from your mom, Anders. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, hey, remember that We're guy on. who got you to uh, admit to smoking cigarettes? Let's get you <laughs> high. It's uh... wants to hotbox the station wagon with you in it. <laughs> we don't even have a station. We're going to have to buy a station wagon. <laughs> He rented one. Don't worry. He's all over this. He brought everything. 
the one, the wood panel one that you and uh, the you and your girl got did the marriage <laughs> <laughs> like an old roadmaster, an old Buick roadmaster. That's those those are the the wagons that are so big that they're actually like a, a chore to hotbox. You're like, dude, <laughs> I still I don't see any smoke over in that area. Of We've the- already <laughs> smoked an eighth. Well, just keep it going. Keep going, dude. We're only to the middle seats. <laughs> still got the other middle seats and then the back and then the very back. What? Is this a limo? No, it's a, it's a station wagon. I'm not feeling anything in these backward seats. Just wait. Uh, backward seats, man. That was proof that we hated children in this country at one point. Did you, you know, we're talking about Anders where they had the, where you could sit and you could yeah. watch the, the, you could watch your, your mom get rear ended. Yes, yeah, uh, we had a car like that uh, for a long time that I would uh, sit in the back of. Yes, even when it wasn't necessary. Were you doing? Uh, I, my favorite backseat thing was fucking with the guy behind us. Like it was all mm-hmm. middle fingers. How many middle fingers can we get up? Like it's like doing like like stupid faces and just infuriating the person behind my parents, which is a silly. <laughs> That's sure. you, why does this guy keep ramming us? I know, yeah. Like, it's why is this guy honking and giving us the finger as he passes at eighty miles an hour on the right side? Like, it's sometimes uh, yeah. I found they do it back if they uh, are reminded of their wishful youth and yeah. they, you know, want to spread some fun. They'll do a little right. like dick yeah. uh, motion of their own. Yeah, yeah. The the old finger going through the the <laughs> circle. Uh, yeah, right. it's. You mean the poke and the okay? Yeah, the poke and the that's okay. what that means. Okay, poke and the okay. Ooh, that's let's, uh, let's make that the new let's make that the new slang. All right, are you, ah, we're gonna get. Hey, baby, you want to go poke in the okay? Yeah, yeah, the, the old okay corral. Ooh, ooh. I mean, if it, depending on the time of the month, it could be a bloody mess. <laughs> I, I'm reading a lot of westerns. It does. Uh, you know, again, we could talk about all of these things, but no, this is the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about different customer service jobs and the stories there within. Anders, the very first segment on the podcast is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume. Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job right to open fire you? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former jobs, filthy, shady politics. That was uh, Mr. Rogers and the Make Believe Friends, the uh, house band for the Awful Service podcast. Uh, I like calling on the Awful Service house band. That's oh, I, cool. I, I, fun fact, last night uh, they were at my uh, my club, the uh, Keller Bar, last oh, wow. night, and performing, and I got to introduce them, and I introduced them as the Awful Service house band, and they're like, yep, we're going to just, we're going to get, we're going to take it. <laughs> they love it, so. And we so, love and, them. Anders, again, the, the resume section, this is the time where you get to talk about the jobs and the stories there within any, you don't have to do all of your jobs, just, you know, some of the ones that the stories stick out at and wherever you'd like to start. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wow. What a litany of dead end um, <laughs> professions. I, uh, my first job was when I was 16, actually in St. Paul, Minnesota at an independent video store um probably still my favorite job to this day um 
but I got to be a, the clerk of the castle and uh, judge people for their selections uh, when that was still a thing. And I remember it closed. It was very tragic uh, while I was still working there. It uh, They announced it was closing. The owner lost the lease. And I uh, got drunk on the job at, as a 16-year-old. Uh, yeah, nobody really cared. It was kind of cool. I just had, was straight up drinking beer behind the uh, counter. Um, it's very European of you. 16-year-olds in France get drunk at video stores all the time. Hey, then I was in the in the foreign film so, uh, section while I was drinking, so it's okay. You're just drinking with a red balloon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Anders, a couple of questions here. So what was the independent uh, video store? Do you remember the name of the store? Box Office Video. Box Office Video. I love video store names, especially the independent ones, because they get to be a little more loosey-goosey uh, than yeah. Video Update. Uh-huh. Uh, like it's, so did this have, did this independent, did they have a wall of televisions that they were playing movies on just one uh dusty television in the on the attached to the ceiling um, <laughs> okay no, but I'm, uh yeah, that's movies? the one of the two that's the one of the two <laughs> either it's the what joe the said or it's like a, <laughs> yeah it's just tvs everywhere or it's just wall of one two tvs TV. <laughs> I love that, especially the video store I worked at. It was a it was a wall of two TVs, but they weren't connected so that each was showing their section of the movie. They mm-hmm. were just all playing the movie, like like a fucking insane person watching twelve TVs at once. Mm. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like having a mirror next to my television. <laughs> so what uh, what movies were out when you were currently when you were sixteen at this uh, at, at this video store? Do you remember the movies that were hits? Or ones that you were playing on the t- said TV? Yes. Yeah, I, I played a lot of documentaries. Because uh, I... Oh, I bet somebody loved that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, hard, they're easier to focus on than a narrative film. Uh, I remember playing uh, Away From Her, which is a story of a woman with Alzheimer's. And it was <laughs> very depressing and uh, kind of odd in retrospect that a 16-year-old boy would be into that. But I had a co-worker who will never forget uh, coming in one day to see she had put on the movie Short Bus. Are you guys familiar with this one? Short no. Bus. It's an indie movie from the oh, mid-2000s. Hey, can, we, can we pause real quick? Anders, can you... Is is the mic a little loud, anyone? It's a, it's is Anders' a mic a little... Can you well, just pull... Well, it's slightly hot. It's a little hot. Uh, sorry, your mic's a little hot. Okay, turning it down. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. It's, it's, uh, it's Anders, Joe. Oh, sorry, Anders. That's all right. <laughs> uh, sorry, he, he told me how to say it. Sorry, he told me. To, he's like, it's, it's on, my friend Anders. Yeah, I've been calling you Anders for like fucking 12 years. Like, me, you've to, never to, I, I think you called, I think you used to call me Anders. This happens with a lot of people is they get it right for years. And then some, somewhere along the way, they, they just. Meet one Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a documentary on Norway. And now. now... <laughs> Well, there they say it. Store. it was playing on a dusty TV. In the uh, Norway, they say it. Daniel Simonson explained to me. They say it. English. So I mean, neither this, of the this yeah. movie, 2006, Sophia Suk Yin Lee is a couples therapist who is unable to climax despite the <laughs> menstruations of her loving husband. Gay couple James Paul Dawson and Jamie PJ Dubois decide to open their doors of their relationship by inviting in a third partner. All three attend a mixer in which partygoers partake of a sexual banquet. That is the description of the movie Short Bus. And it is 
asexual banquet. There's penetrative, <laughs> penetrative sex throughout the movie. It's softcore, por- not even softcore. It's pornography. Uh, <laughs> that's Arthur, a one. That's a one team team in the box office video. <laughs> yeah. So she would like pause it when uh, kids would come in, or okay. Um, no, this is it's it's a it's a beaut- it's an indie film. They need this is important for their development. They need yeah. to see this. That's right. Now it was 2006. You can get away with, uh, hey, uh, you should probably cover your kids' ears. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't get in trouble for mild penetrative sex in a family video <laughs> store. That was that was a slap on the wrist in 2006. That wasn't full on canceling. Right. We had other things to, to worry about. As long as no one was gay or Muslim. Right. Know. And God damn, look out for those gay Muslims. Yeah. <laughs> it was honestly because, you know, you guys just didn't have a cop uh, because uh, blue is the warmest color hadn't come out yet. Mm. <laughs> that was, uh, that was why they're like, you know, at least they were trying. They, that was the short bus was the, the 2006 blue is the Sorry, that was the other yeah, was one. It, where, uh, that was the other was, one that had penetrative sex. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, did your box, uh, did your box office video uh, not have uh, Brown Bunny? You know, uh, they did have Brown Bunny, and uh, <laughs> that's I, another one. <laughs> I don't think I think I at the time was a huge Roger Ebert fan, so I deferred to his opinion on the Brown Bunny, <laughs> the one that got his colon cursed. Uh, that, that's after, what did it. It was that. Movie. Yeah. Well, Vincent Gallo literally said, I curse your colon after Whoa. the t- terrible review, and Roger Ebert happened to get specifically cancer of the colon. Wow. Don't fuck. Don't fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh. Vincent did your video, Gallo, store, did your video uh, have the little beaded, the beaded, the little beaded section off the, the adult section? You know, it's, it's funny I said because I had a guy come in once who was like, hey, uh, Hey, where's the good section? And being and a, like, you pointed him to foreign films. Criterion. Uh, <laughs> that's what I thought he meant. It was like no, like the good section, and I had I didn't know what he was talking like, about. I know what you're talking about. And then you go, you're like block, you like the blockbusters. Like you want to see Jurassic Park three? I get it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, no porn. Uh, no, like smutty porn. Only. Um, art house movies that yeah yeah, people you know try to justify as art but they're actually porn although you know i haven't i should give short bus another watch i'm sure it has merit in more ways than one now roger ebert like his face fell off right like (laughs) like didn't his jaw fall off at the end yeah you know what i think he got another cancer yeah he he got colon and face cancer he got spit roasted by cancer Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so maybe use an actual. <laughs> I just made mad. <laughs> I think he puked a little in his mouth. Oh, oh. spit roasted by cancer. <laughs> Come on, we're raising money for Roger Ebert. He was. All right, Pete. You mean the like you that... mean the chemo Eiffel Tower? Yes. <laughs> I like that better than riddled with cancer. <laughs> yes. So for any of you out there who are listening to this dealing with cancer, just say that you're kidding. <laughs> just specifically uh, butthole and mouth cancers. Like that is that is the spit roasted. 
but then he, they didn't they use like all like the, his old episodes uh, to like make a voice for him so he could talk again. I'm oh, sure they, like, while he was still yeah. alive, yes. Yeah, they, not in post mortem because like weekend at Bernie's with Roger Ebert would be kind of hilarious. <laughs> I mean, we don't know that that's we don't know that that's what they that they didn't do that. You know, I would watch. I would see movie recommendations from the AI generated Roger Ebert's. Like you know, give him a body, give him a voice. We got the voice, we got the body. Let's just. Yeah, that may just... have been that may have been what that was. I think maybe he had like two years left on his contract, mm-hmm. and he died, and the studios were like, "We still need to keep cranking out Ebert content." Let's so get... let's get this robot Let... together. They're just like, let's "We're going to take... keep the studio really cold." <laughs> <laughs> No, we'll just we're just gonna take Madame Tussauds to a next level. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got suspicious when he started giving like really bad corporate films like two thumbs up. It was a little weird. It was a little like, wait, this is the same Roger Ebert? Yeah. Real so, Roger Ebert would have shit on this movie. Did you did your did your store have like the, the, the goodies? The like you know, like they would try to sell you like the jujubes, the 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 goobers, all that jazz? Uh, for a br- brief time, there was a, f- a fridge with artisanal sodas. Whoa, this is some next level shit. <laughs> and 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 side note, I wish there was a candy named All That Jazz. Mm. Is there <laughs> you, know, you got your goobers, you got your, your, your popcorn. It's all, it's all the candy that no one buys, but then it's you got just snow caps, you got all that jazz. You got no, no, it's, it's, it, all it is is it's just it is a box that's a mix of like jujubes, yes. snow caps, the, the cookie dough, uh, there's some milk duds in there, uh, hot red hots because no one fucking yeah, ever wants. That was you invented a box of red because uh, like all the boxes in the truck opened up and like on a curvy road. And they're like, oh shit, what are we going to do with that? They all mixed together. Well, it's next you to know the box sh- Oops, all Ikes. <laughs> <laughs> was that a thing? No, it wasn't. No. <laughs> I, was like, I, I, miss, I miss that one. You know what used to drive me uh, kind of crazy? I, uh, my third, third or fourth job uh, was at the Lagoon Cinema in Minneapolis. And um, people used to come to the concession stand and, and say verbatim they would say can i have a milk dud not a <laughs> not a box of milk duds which is what it is but one like they would literally they meant they meant a box they obviously the box. but they okay. would say it one milk and it would drive me nuts you milk duds don't even have tickets. tickets rip up their <laughs> tickets in front of them it was the lagoon in 2007 you could have just you, you cannot see a fancy see, what, film. What movie, what movie are you going to? What? Yeah. No, no, you're not going to that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> see, I'm picturing that he has a bo- an open box of milk duds, and he just takes a tong out and takes one milk dud, and he's like, "I put out your hand." <laughs> I really was close to doing that a couple times. Just why he, as you're looking at them in the face, you never break eye contact. You put your white gloves on, <laughs> and then you open up. No, no, he opens out. a he opens a case up. <laughs> it's like a suit, like like a big metal Very suitcase. Fancy case. And just filled with milk duds. You're dud, sir. I, yeah, I don't know what happens to the brain as you get in that situation and you know it's literally a, a box of a plural item and then your brain just changes it to a singular. Yeah, give me a dud. I'll just take a dud, please. <laughs> milk dud, no milk. Yeah. Can I hang it without the dud, actually? Uh, you know, actually, in this day and age, the dud, that that wouldn't surprise me. Um, can you do you have just I'm, duds? I'm, I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah, uh, but, but I, want, I really <laughs> like the dud. 
Yeah. Ugh, could you imagine just eating a food called a dud? <laughs> just or a lactose intolerant milk dud, like uh, uh, like an almond milk dud. Oh god, that'd actually be pretty good. Almond, be that's actually uh, that's actually the uh, combination of almond joy and milk dud. That's an almond dud. Yes. Hey. So so when you were working ideas. at when you were working at the uh, the movie store, back to that real quick. Um, you were there in the final days of of, re- of movie rental, like a, as as the streaming uh-huh. services were coming in, all that. But like. So you're in, you're in the last days. You're you're 16 years old. Is there any like interactions that you remember from there, like some of the customers? Because like at that point, to be renting movies, it, it was probably granted it was St. Paul in the mid thousands, so probably some hipstery folk. Uh huh. But like, what was yeah. that, what clientele wise? Like, yeah, a lot of mm, hipsters, I guess. Uh, I remember my first night working there. Uh, woman came in and asked if uh i had any pot uh <laughs> which was i wasn't expecting uh, i did not if if you if you were a middle-aged woman and you're like you know what uh it's 2007 uh i haven't smoked weed since the 70s and uh let's let's do this again i'm gonna get back into it but where do i go and then she thinks of the arty fucking the arty kid the artsy kid that's always fucking showing away from home on the fucking (laughs) he's depressed he's probably got some weed i'm gonna go ask the kid i'm gonna wait till the the girl that plays short bus i don't think she's got any but i'm pretty sure the away from home kid yeah you know she had her evening plan right there right she was gonna get some weed rent a movie eat a milk dud I'm, you know what? I'm coming up with I'm coming up with a Joe Cogazello strain of weed, and it's called All That Jazz. Oh, <laughs> this is you should copyright those three words. I'm sure uh, no one else has thought of that, but yeah. get on that. Uh, people used to also, um, and at the time, I was a, a nerd. I, 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 this was about a year before I started smoking weed. Um, I was your transition. Yeah, yeah, part of the transition phase early on, and uh, people would return movies sometimes with nugs of weed in the box, because if you remember, you know, a DVD, especially a rented DVD, perfect kind of cool place to roll a joint or pack a bowl is on a DVD box. Makes sense. That's a good point. I I, I never did that, uh, because I had a uh, special plate for that. Uh, like it's because I'm a stoner and I'm prepared, but yeah, a DVD <laughs> box is a perfect place to roll a joint in. So I thought they were tipping you yeah, to like, get out of. I thought that's how you got maybe, out of late fees. At you know, box office. <laughs> you give a few nugs, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what they were. I didn't pick up on that. And that's what it really was. <laughs> Why is this catnip in this fucking video? What's going on with it? <laughs> Dude, you keep giving him nugs, and he keeps giving us late fees. I thought you said this was going to work. I thought you said this was good weed. <laughs> Dude, how are you supposed to fucking impress the Norwegian kid working at the fucking St. Paul video <laughs> store, you guys? What the fuck? His name's Anders. I also had uh, a guy pay in all coins once, like yes. hundreds of pennies. <laughs> and I... <laughs> Counting it out. I didn't even count it. I just... I honor system for whatever. Did, we did didn't count. Was he pulling this out of his pockets? Or was there like did, bags? Was this like a, a, yeah, okay, yeah, the bags of okay. yeah. Yes, just yeah, yeah just go to a coin star, man. There's you were his those coin were star. just invented. 
Oh yeah, is that with was that a Ronin? Oh, no, those, were, those were yeah, those those started coming okay. out in the late nineties. It's a great. I I, I've never used those. I've always had a bank account. Like, <laughs> well, you have both. The, well, the thing, uh, the new thing is uh, with uh, my bank. Uh, I don't know with anyone else's. Uh, they uh, they they removed their little coin thing, and uh, and they refuse to if you they they won't accept coins up to a certain amount. Like it's if you have any more than like what they'll do is they'll give you the roll. I was like, ah. Uh, fuck you <laughs> like it's <laughs> like it's so you're just <laughs> well that's how you get them though. you, you honor the you do as the honor system joe and then you you take a quarter out every time all right so exactly. you're only giving them nine seven you tell them you think they're gonna count it right if they're not counting it then boom right hey, you hey, this? extra dollar in your pocket you can go buy yourself coca-cola oh. exactly there you go One, or an artisanal mm-hmm. soda by the uh yes the exactly <laughs> Were they were trying to sell like what Jones soda or like what do you mean by artisanal? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I can't, I didn't even remember the name of it. Yeah, you said it, Jones soda, and they would also sell a magazine called Hebe. You remember this? It's uh, that's the name of the magazine. I uh, you know that's another thing that uh, I used to have to deal with is people saying like you know this is a racial this is like an ethnic yeah let's say like we're, this is a even in 2007 people are like oh yeah but, uh, that's uh that's not cool you shouldn't right. uh, a, you shouldn't a take no prisoner take no prisoners zine for the plugged in and preached out preached preached out well, okay. preached out there is a lot of uh on their instagram uh religious stuff and uh Girls in a giant martini glass dancing in bikinis. Yeah, you know. I am down for martinis and bikinis. Only <laughs> day in the life of Joe. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have. I think I'm gonna have a little pool party at my house. I'm gonna get one of those little pools, a little couple of kiddie pools, <laughs> and bikinis and martinis. There you go. Oh yes. It's gonna be no. You're just gonna fill the pools with martinis with with bikinis. Mm. There you go. So. Yeah, that that's supposed to say. For a second there, I was getting real like, are we going to have to edit this part out of the podcast? All of a sudden, like, <laughs> all right. Um, um, so, where, where did you go after the video store? Uh, I uh, so it closed, and then I um, I my next job was actually down the street at a a restaurant. Um, and can I just say one quick thing about the video store, though? One, one of the perks of the job. I was making like six bucks an hour at the time. But one of the perks of the job is I had access to the database on this old shitty computer and I could see all the customers, which included the may may have included uh, the girl I had a crush on at the time. And I could see what movies she's writing, but also included the late Paul and Sheila Wellstone had, had an account at the video store and I could see what they had rented in the past. Uh, Including the the last movie that they rented before they died, uh, which I'll let you guys guess what that was. I'm gonna guess Balto. Balto. Thelma and Louise. That's a good guess. Um, actually, very close. It was uh, 2002's Bandits with Billy Bob Thornton and Bruce Willis. <laughs> if they could get a do over, yeah, that's not that's not a good last movie. Yeah, they're like um. You know what? We're gonna take one more. Uh, did that sixteen-year-old kid that worked here bring back that one copy of Away from Home? 
I'm just going back to you pick, looking at your crushes, uh, your your her, her, her video rentals, and you're just like, yeah. So, um, I would. I really like the movie. Can't hardly wait. What, uh, <laughs> were you? Uh, yeah. Is, is is were you then watching the movies that she watched so that you had a leg up? You're like, all right, ten things I hate about you. I think I could get through this. <laughs> um, I didn't want her to get too close to the set. Uh, <laughs> I was also I was also you know generally very um, wary of of talking to her, so that uh, was okay. would, would have been an okay. issue in a shoehorning that into conversation, which okay. usually was non-existent. You were you were just um, watching from afar. <laughs> yeah, the more you say, the more creepy it, it actually yeah. gets. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't creepy. It was very romantic. It's it uh, very much like sure. uh, Lionel For... Richie's "Hello." <laughs> yeah, just just it's harmless. Good. Yeah, yeah, harmless. <laughs> so, what kind of restaurant you go to? It was never stalking. He didn't go find her. He just happened to post up in a spot, and she would walk through his his life. Sure. It would just be uh-huh. a movie. yeah. She came yeah. to me. That's... Yeah, it was. You can't stalk something that that comes that keeps showing up in in all of you know in your life. <laughs> She's technically stalking him at this point. Yeah. Uh, then the rest. <laughs> this, this gaslight was brought to you by gas. Joe Cocazzo. <laughs> uh, the uh, the restaurant was a it was called a deli. It's one of those places that's like deli themed, but not actually a deli. Uh, kind of like a British pub themed deli what? restaurant. I, it, it was a weird gimmick, but um, food was pretty this? good. What's that? Do we have a name of this restaurant? I love I love restaurant names. For some reason, I'm still nervous about reveal. It was uh, I guess I, there's no consequences now because it's uh, been closed for several years. But it was called the Cheeky Monkey Deli <laughs> on Selby <laughs> Avenue. Wait, hold up. The, one more time, the Cheeky Monkey, monkey Deli. Okay. <laughs> ah, you're a cheeky monkey. <laughs> first you're working uh, you're okay anders first and foremost uh anders uh, anders uh, anders anders whatever i apologize <laughs> anders you worked at a place that had a, ma- a magazine called heeb yes and then the next place you went to is the cheeky monkey is cheeky monkey uh also I, a slur it, it, it no be. no it's an ex- it's a british expression that they <laughs> use when someone is being <laughs> mischievous or playful Thank Especially you, Joe. A certain... <laughs> but I mean, I could see. An I could see. My friend yeah, was trying British... to get free copies of her favorite newspaper by queuing up in different locations. <laughs> she is such a cheeky monkey. Uh, you know how those cheeky monkeys are. Uh, but it also yeah. has. But the uh, the website abc.com uh, backslash education uh, has uh, a picture of a very cheeky monkey, like a literal. Monkey eating a banana mm. with a mouth full of banana, very cheeky. Uh, so they're uh, misleading here. Right. You just look at the picture, you're like, Oh, cheeky monkey is exactly what I thought it was a, 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 a monkey with a mouth full of bananas. <laughs> yes, and, uh, they, they didn't have bananas there, which I was disappointed about. But that's um, all oh, that's false advertising, then, yeah. Where, where, did you? I mean, were you allowed to be mischievous and playful at work? Not really, and uh, I was. Uh, it was a hard job for me. I mean, uh, it ended up. I ended up being um, competent at it, 
eventually. But <laughs> I was job for you because you couldn't a daily watch away from home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a setback. But you know, it was my first restaurant job, and uh, you know, when you're you like, buy the you did buy the soundtrack, and every day you'd put that on. <laughs> that would be great just like canadian uh ethereal music while people are eating this isn't pub cheeky. sandwiches yeah. yeah um but uh you know when it, you're like a, a teenager and you're working a restaurant for the first time and you can't tell how much is like oh this is just a learning curve and it takes time for everybody or just like i am specifically a moron uh who should be put in a home um a maybe that's more than me thing yeah uh, but I had a, the the owner of the place um, was a terrifying man. He looked like Vin Diesel and um, would stare at me all the time. Uh, <laughs> he would be like working on his laptop and I'd be like sweeping or mopping and he would just drop whatever he was doing just to glare at me from across the room. Just to, I don't know, inspire me to be better at my job i like i don't know what the purpose was other than to just exert his weird nervous energy but you're never going to be part of the family (laughs) he's just trying to write out the new cheeky monkey menu and you're just doing a shit job of mopping he just has to just stop everything he's doing to just what the fuck is wrong with this kid (laughs) he angers me to my core yeah, he's he's just not cheeky monkey material. <laughs> well, he's definitely cheeky, but the, does the, the monkey part? I mean, really monkey. I can move my scalp and ears at the same time. I feel like okay. I have very no, monkey like. No. Oh. I feel like. Yeah, I don't know why, why he named it that, and uh, was also just a very not chill dude, but. Um, it was uh well if you drank that many being coronas f- and was yeah. racing uh racing uh muscle cars was you he too. british was he rich i no, i mean no, was he british well, either oh, way. <laughs> no he was not british uh he had been in the american navy and i did the math years later and this would have been around the time that top gun came out and i remember hearing that when top gun came out a bunch of schmucks joined the navy so i think he was one of them wow he's just, he just mad he didn't get to meet kenny loggins yeah that a, that's a fun fact i did not know oh yeah uh, like the uh the top gun curve to the navy oh it, like, yeah, it was, where... you know who the biggest producer of that movie was the navy the navy it was the fucking it was the military the u.s military paid for that movie to be made yeah and for top gun maverick as well they're just recruiting tools for the Navy, and by the way, after Maverick came out, guess guess guess, guess what's up again, boys? Yeah. Navy recruitment, you guys. That's right. Mm. For all those sea battles we have on the horizon, we all yes. Even well, they are going to be sorely disappointed. <laughs> They're going to end up uh, operating delis. Or do you remember? Deli like, what was that? So you said it was a deli hold that on, wasn't. Hold was on, it? hold on, hold on. Uh, it, it, the uh, this website is uh, according to the U.S. Navy, the bo- box office success of Top Gun saw their recruitment rates balloon by a massive five hundred percent. So even if it has been another Joe Cocozello moment, <laughs> brought to you by Mister Rogers and the Make Believe Friends. Wow! Go on. 
Wow. All right, Anders. It was, that was a perfect timing to use that. <laughs> so tell me, like you said, it was like... The, oh, was by the, so that means our Navy is filled with idiots. Yes. Actually, no, it's made, it's made of people who uh, want to be Tom Cruise. I, mm. I, I hope that stat is not true. I hope the Navy is filled with very nice, smart people that were not duped by a movie. Hmm. It's probably a mixture of yeah. mostly the latter. Yeah. <laughs> Danger zone. Uh, so you're working at the Cheeky Monkey. You said it was, it was a deli, but it didn't have deli food. It was like it had sandwiches, but it was like a little too froofy to meet my definition of deli. Uh, it was like a kind of a fancy deli. Yeah, I guess they and they had other like pot roasts and cakes, and uh, it was a lot of a lot of different food. Very good food. Um, good food, but not not didn't stick to the deli theme. Not necessarily, no. Fair. Um, so any, anything, any stories, anything other than the, the uh, owner giving you a mean mug? I mean, that was most of it was dealing with him. And, uh, I, um, uh, one day stood up, decided to try and stand up to him <laughs> and he, uh, took me out back and like yelled at me. And then, uh, I, <laughs> I reached out my hand to shake hands and that was kind of, he shook my hand and that was kind of the end of it. Um, but uh yeah you know like like i said it's it can be hard to tell like what is what's me um being an idiot what's just a learning curve and what's him overreacting to just nonsense which was a lot of stuff i remember once i uh picked up a piece of cake or a cookie that had been made and to you know move it into the display shelf and it just crumbled apart because it was like i don't know old or the want to do yeah and he just flipped out and i and i honestly at first thought he was joking because it was such an insane thing to get mad at me about and i started uh laughing and he's like wipe that grin off your face uh and then just kept screaming at me um and i just had to i was gonna say grin and bear it but just frown and bear it um and then eventually i was like hey you know what that's disrespectful, sir. And then he, we went into the parking lot and he had a, had a talk that was mostly him yelling. But, um, Anders, quick question. You, yeah. Uh, large, bald, angry man yelled a lot. Mid 2000s, St. Paul. Did, was the Cheeky Monkey owned by Jesse Ventura? <laughs> I have the papers. You know, <laughs> the cookies it, are crumbling. As far as I know, no. Um, it was however, an inside job. However, I... A baking not... flower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesse Ventura was later a co-worker of mine. We... At, yes, at uh, RT America. He would come into the office sometimes. Okay, we need to go to that. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew his son uh, quite well, but Tyrell. We're, Did we're you talk about the cheeky like monkey, and you're, you're you're burying the lead. Wait, <laughs> yes. Right. What was his kid's name? Tyrell. Tyrell Ventura. Yeah, he's a nice guy. So, wait, so you, you worked for RT. Yeah, three years. Uh, yep. So for, the, for those of you who don't know what RT is, RT is a TV station called Russia Today. 
And uh, <laughs> some people, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to be liable. <laughs> some people claim that it was a mouthpiece to spread propaganda. Allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. It was, it was, it was, if you were hip in like the mid 2010s to 20 teens, it was the alternative to the mainstream media news sites, RT. Uh huh. I I mean, allegedly. I I, I do remember, I watched, I actually used to watch uh, RT a lot uh, until. Um, the one uh, I can't think of her name. Like she was like the main anchor. Just is like, yeah, fuck this, I'm done. Oh yeah, she. Wait, are you talking about Abby Martin or yeah, uh, Abby Martin? Okay. Yeah, yeah. She, well, she left uh, uh, kind of on her own. Like she spoke out against the invasion of Crimea, mm-hmm. which gets kind of retconned as like, oh, she resigned on air, but she actually didn't resign for a while later. Um, just for you know, so she could get a better deal because uh, she got a better deal on her own. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's our, it is, uh, it was the, you know, just like the U S as a voice of America to spread American propaganda. Uh, Russia has a state media service as well, but uh, thankfully they didn't um, really pay much attention to what we said. So I got to kind of spread <laughs> my own propaganda, which uh, sometimes aligns with, too. yeah. Sometimes everyone, it aligns with everyone rent away from home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to bring back DVDs. <laughs> I would do entire hour long segments on the uh dearth of video stores in the nation and how we have now, to I don't understand why video stores are not it just it just makes no sense. Netflix is gonna be you just Andy <laughs> Anders Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> His eyebrows aren't that bushy, Joe. <laughs> so you you worked for RT. That's wild. Yeah. What what did you do for RT? What was your? I was a correspondent on Redacted Tonight with Lee oh, Camp. Shit. Yes. Wow. Damn. Wow. Wow. That's. Yeah, it's a. That's, that's a, a that's awful deal. history. We've never yeah, had anyone that's... who's worked for Russia today on. That's for damn sure. Uh, is, is RT still going? Um, so yes and no. The where I worked, RT America folded uh, after the Ukraine war began, and there is still an RT International, which uh, is going strong to its tens of viewers in the United States. Uh, and I mean, they've been blocked, um, by almost every cable provider. Um, people can still watch it online, I think. And there's some countries that I guess are not in the EU that get it. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, there's kind of little point in doing it, um, after the war started because it just wasn't, wasn't going in. Nobody was able to see it. It's the same reason that restaurants started calling them something other than Moscow mules. (laughs) <laughs> did they really yeah oh yeah they oh that's so them. yeah they they took moscow out of it they just started calling them mules or a couple places a couple places were calling them ukrainian mules and which makes no wow. sense because ukraine is not known for vodka uh, yeah 
Yeah, no, I have noticed that all mules do not have Moscow. In yeah, it. they just call them and mules, or they'll call them like a, or they'll just say like, "I'll take a vodka mule." Like that's what they call it at my work. Yep. They call it a vodka mule now. That's it. Oh and partially God. because we also have an Irish mule. What's an uh, Irish mule with Guinness? Uh, yes, Guinness and ginger beer. Uh, no, an Irish mule is a uh, Jameson and ginger beer. Oh, okay. And then uh, I thought that was just a Jameson ginger. Oh, uh, no, that's a ginger ale. So it's oh, okay. Yeah, that one's called the Irish ass, right? Yes. Yes. Or uh, with uh, with with bourbon, it is a uh, it's a Kentucky mule. Uh, (laughs) With uh, gin, it is a London mule. And it never caught on, but I always tried to make it work. If you put uh, Canadian whiskey in it, I called it a Moscow moose, but no one really liked that. Uh, they didn't. They like that one doesn't work, Matt. And I'm like, what? It, I thought it. I thought it was clever. And they they, they never put it on the menu. Damn. Vegetarian. That's an old Indian word. Lousy hunter. You'll have to you'll have to call it a Manitoba mule or something. Hey, there you go, Manitoba mule. I like that. That's good. <laughs> so you were a correspondent for RT America. That's. Oh, I'm sorry. That's just that still blows my mind, dude. That's awesome. Um, you said so. You got to you got to see some a different, a very different side of America, and you get to see Jesse Ventura walking through the office. Uh huh. Any other? Do you get to see any other it's big a celebrities? Someone took my so my last have, donut. They did have like some other celebrity type folk who would come on their shows. Uh, celebrities. If you're like a former um virgin nerd who works at a video store, uh, people like uh. Chris Hedges, okay. to me that's a celebrity. Out of the, um, who else? Um, I there at that point there weren't a ton of uh, super famous people coming in. I meant that I can can really remember unless you're you know an ultra nerd. Alex Vitali, <laughs> which is I I, um, I know both. <laughs> I know okay, Vitali. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to watch that- RT. Uh, okay. Hedges, yeah. Did you guys know that Chris Hedges is also uh, not just a journalist, uh, an author, and commentator, but he's also a Presbyterian minister? Yes, he went to Harvard Divinity School. Yeah, he would like when he would do some of his uh, like appearances, he'd actually wear the little, the little, the little. He'd have a little the neck collar. Ah. Yeah, Presbyterians still like they still kind of kept the Catholic thing going with the little, the the neck thing. The collar's pretty cool. I, I do dig the I do dig the uh, the neck collar. That's fashionable. Mm-hmm. I think you know. Unfortunately, some Roman people kind of messed that one up. Yeah, tough <laughs> to keep it. Tough to keep that white. It says pulling the neck collar. Yeah. So any do I mean other than like the seeing Ventura? Someone's you you do have any wild stories? Anything that you can you can talk about from your time on RT? Um, huh. I, okay. I did, I can admit this now. I, I, um, during COVID, they actually had a very strict, uh, masking policy. And at first a very generous, um, leave policy. We were, we would have two groups in and out of the office every other week. Uh, so we got every other week off and it was great. Um, but once I was in the office during COVID and I had two masks on, and I guess one of them was, under the nose and this i just this old white american guy just was 
you know, kind of walking through and he's like, put your mask over your nose. And I didn't know who he was. Uh, and I was, I kind of like gave him a little attitude, I guess. I was like, okay, yeah, geez, I'm wearing two masks, man. Come on, relax. And, uh, he got upset at me and kind of, um, uh, started like yelling at me and, uh, he came into the other room and he was, and I, I was like, Hey, could, I'm, I'm being respectful of you. Can you be respectful of me, sir, please? And, um, then he, he complained to my boss and I find out that he was the head of the network. Uh, <laughs> he like owned the company and, um, was never never introduced himself to me or anybody else <laughs> or like uh, maybe a few other people who worked there, but I didn't know who he was, and so I thought it was just like a, a you know somebody worked for another show just being a little overzealous. Um, not that you know I take masking seriously, or I at least I did back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I you know just I thought I had my mask on and he and he uh, caught me or something and and. Uh, so I almost got fired because of that. And the, but we had a meeting uh and we got the parking things. lot, you talked it out like men, he yelled at you for a while, and then you tried <laughs> to shake his hand. Just yeah. Like, I learned this at St. Paul. Well, you know what actually happened is uh is I told him I was from Minnesota. He's like, Oh, my wife's from Minnesota, and we had like a nice conversation about Minnesota, and then all wounds were healed, and he uh, we were he was very nice to me after that. Uh but I was Terrified I was gonna Minnesota get. listeners. That's that's how you make peace. Okay. You yeah. Talk about the talk about the, talk about the ten thousand lakes and people they they melt. They're just like, oh, that's you know the place where they they're, they're frozen. You like to months. go canoeing? My wife loves to canoe. I, lo- I once went fishing. Yeah. <laughs> I once was nice to someone. Minnesota, perfect. Yeah. I too, I too like a burger stuffed with cheese. <laughs> I'm giving like two examples of me being like a uh, rebellious uh, worker and standing up to my. That's not characteristic of my work life. Um, these two stories, to be clear. Fair. Uh, so t- tell us about another job. We don't we don't have to focus on RT. That's that's wild to me. But like you know, jump around, find another one. What's a something okay. pass that you want to talk about? Um, I've done some uh, canvassing. Nice. Um, which uh, I've done the two different kinds. Uh, there's the stand on the street, ask people for money, uh, and the go to people's doors and ask them to vote for somebody. And uh, I gotta say, the second one is actually much, much better. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. For, for some reason, it's just, even though like, you're invading people's homes almost, it's just something a lot cleaner and you feel better about it uh to promote a candidate than just asking give me your credit card information you know what was uh <laughs> i know i've done that before uh, this in new york you did this um i you? i did the finance the uh fund rate the um the yeah the nonprofit uh canvassing for a charity in uh minneapolis oh um, okay even harder yeah and then I, most yeah, the canvassing, the uh, door-to-door stuff is in New York. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, I did uh, some canvassing like that, uh, asking for money in New York. And I Oof. think I had, I think I had three names uh, yeah. like by the end of the day. And it was, uh, I'm sure one of those credit cards was not real. 
like you know, <laughs> you know what I mean, or like not going through. Like they put their maxed out one on the thing, right? Just <laughs> gets denied. Yeah, I will say it's like it toughens you up a bit. Like you, uh, you know, I feel like it. This is before I did stand up, and I think it kind of uh, steeled my nerves a bit. Uh, just having all that rejection, uh, which you know, you would think in Minnesota people would be nice, but no. My favorite was was when people will just um, you don't even say anything, and they just announce no. <laughs> even people you have decided I'm not going to try with this person, uh, but they go out of their way to let you know that they're not interested. <laughs> I uh, do you remember what the charity? What were you fundraising for? Was it like the whales? Was it what were we? It was called Child Fund. Um, that doesn't which, sound like a scam. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to impugn them on on a podcast, so I don't. And, I mean, I. But I, this didn't make you mad at all. Like this is a fund for one child. This is like no <laughs> done all over again. Like it's, you had a large appetite. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, uh, it's child fun. It's for his name is Derek. God. <laughs> did, um, did you have like the picture of the kid? Uh, today you can help young, young Paul. Well, you know what? I I didn't have any pictures, but uh, there was this guy Sarah McLaughlin behind you all the time <laughs> in the eyes of the angel for a cup of coffee. <laughs> there was this guy I worked with who would talk about, you know, the um, those ads that are on late at night mm-hmm. uh, with the Santa Claus looking dude and <laughs> who's like in a third world country. Yep. And uh, the guy I worked with would always talk about that and say, I hate that guy. He's showing these these crying children and it's so exploitative and I, I just hate that. But. In reality, if you don't sign up right now, that kid is going to die tomorrow. In that <laughs> so, wait, he was, so he hates the guy, but he still gives to the kids? Yeah, or he's still using the same tactic, but with some, like, you know, poison pill uh, to give him some credibility. <laughs> You're like, hey, uh, maybe you should stop watching fucking reruns of Cheers and get some shut eyebrow. Like, it's, <laughs> if you don't watch late night television, you'll never see that commercial. Yeah. It's, it's either that or buying lady catheters. Yeah, was that uh, was that commercial playing on uh, Redacted Tonight? <laughs> no, the only commercials we had were for, like, Russian Airlines. You know? <laughs> and uh, other Come shows. The Friendly Skies. Right. <laughs> that or other shows <laughs> on our team. Sc- Come fly it. There's not even friendly. Just come fly. Come fly with us. Come fly with us. <laughs> we have not had planes shut down since 2004. That's a lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, mm. okay. Any, 2006. <laughs> 2021. All right. Okay, okay. It's like Anders is like you're gonna get me fucking killed. Dude. It fuck? was yesterday. <laughs> it's, it's kind of low. Like, like are we out of this part? Or not? <laughs> it's day on the adapted night. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, I signed an NDA to work there, but now that the company is no longer, and that was the thing I was really worried about. Uh, but now I'm I'm a free agent, I guess, and I can. 
talk about it. There's not really that much gossip to spill about it. But. Yes, he's a journalistic mercenary. He will work for any country. Where are, yeah. you, where are you off to next? Iran? If they'll have me. <laughs> Welcome to Iranian Tonight! <laughs> Did you ever notice how apostates? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he could go work for Prison Planet. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, Is no, that still up? Yes, unfortunately. Well, it, that, you know, though that's that, that that talk about days that are numbered. That after that defamation lawsuit, they're done. Right. Yeah, it, it would have to be called Tehran tonight. Tehran, TT. Lots da, of da, little da, finger da. symbols. Yeah, like ding, ding, ding. See, my <laughs> when you do that, my mind still goes to the entertainment tonight, like the. Oh wait, no, I'm doing NBC. I started. That is too sim- that's too close to NBA and NBC in my mind. No, yeah, it's true. They're very similar. All right. Is there any other jobs you want to talk about, Anders? Any other like uh, notable stories from your past that, that are coming to mind? Uh, let's see. I, I was a waiter for a long time, table server, and um, you went back to it. You got uh, back on that bicycle. Yeah. Uh, um. And uh, I always remember election 2016, uh, having to get up the next morning. And, you know, it's a Wednesday, obviously, and work a lunch shift in Greenpoint here in Brooklyn. And uh, everybody was getting drunk. It was crazy. Just uh, all kinds of people traumatized by the news. And I had a, a joke that I worked on throughout the day. I'd come up and say, hey, my name's Sanders. I'll be your server for the next four years. <laughs> uh, yeah, people are getting shit housed. Um, that's the main story about that <laughs> job. <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah, a lot of lot of food service stuff in a couple movie theaters and uh, TV show and pot. Yeah, and the worst job of all being a podcaster. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know what that's like at all. Yeah. <laughs> The utility. Uh, all right. Well, Anders, we don't just exist on this podcast to talk about propaganda, television, uh, <laughs> movie stores, <laughs> or uh, or canvassing. No, this is the Awful Service Podcast. We also exist to battle the scourge that is known as Karens. But mm. before we go into our next segment, we always like to ask our guests, Anders Lee. How would you define a Karen? I would say a customer with unreasonable expectations. Ooh, that's a good. That's a good one. It's it's concise. It hits. I like I like that one. Thank you, because it's not. It's gender neutral at this point. Yeah, it's. Uh, some would say. Neutral. Some would say even race neutral. Although yeah. there are certain, you know, people of my ilk who are more likely to be Karens. But it's it transcends a lot of identities. It's true. Well, each and every week, we look at different Yelp reviews, Google reviews, Facebook reviews. Sometimes they're just tweets or handwritten notes. And it's a segment we call the Karen of the Week. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh, my God, Karen. Oh, my God, Karen. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh, my God, Karen. Oh, my God, This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god. I'm your boss. Oh my god. 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 O
Karen. Each and every week, fellow contributor, third mic, and general saint of a human being, comedian Rebecca Wilson dramatically reenacts one of these Karen complaints. And here is Rebecca with the Karen of the week. TSR is a great spot that's more low-key than other downtown Omaha bars. My buddy hit a hole-in-one on their golden tee and bought everyone in the bar pink pussy shots, which was really cool. (laughs) On a normal week, their food is very good. However, we went during CWS and the chips and salsa was abysmal. The chip angles did not complement the salsa bowl, and it was pretty much basically impossible to scoop any salsa on the chip. I tried to pour the salsa straight onto the chip and spilled the got salsa all over my pants, and all my friends made fun of me. They will need to bring in a geometry major to fix this problem. At the end of the day, our waitress was really fucking hot and was basically the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in the whole wide world. Also, the taquitos were cold, but they comped it, so it's all chill. Four out of five. Hope this helps. Helps what, bro? Like, it's that was the saddest Yelp review I've ever seen. It was, hey, hey, bro, spoon. There you go. You spoon it on to your fucking, like, it doesn't have, like, pouring and and then over your pants. Who, like, you're not even pouring it over the table. You're, like, now taking it off to the side. You're like, ah, yeah, I got this. This fucking genius. And the College World Series. They didn't dip, they poured the salsa. Yeah. Well, so they, they said it was geometrically difficult to, to scoop it. I said, oh, okay, one of those. Bring in some geometry. They said we had to bring in some geometry majors to figure out uh-huh. chips. Again, and uh, just so we know, the pink pussy shot is uh, Grand Marnier, oh. cranberry juice, Bacardi Limon, Jose Cuervo, and sour mix. Hmm. That's kind of tasty. Okay. Uh, and, but I don't know. It just, the the hole in one on golden tea, and then buying every oh pink pussy shots for everybody. Let's do it. Everyone at this this nice little pub, just like it's yeah. Let's get let's get shit housed, and then not be able to fucking work salsa. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think the pink pussy shot is why he was spilling salsa on his pants. Let's be honest, yes. like that's. There's there's so much about that that is so weird. The fact that it lot like like they loved the place, but because the chips weren't, it was they didn't have the scoops. They didn't have yeah. the scoops chips. Yeah. He's so used to at home. They're like little spoons. Yeah. You ever, you ever had a scoop chip? It's amazing. It's just, and just, then I couldn't hit on the super hot waitress because I had salsa on my pants. But it's see, okay because the taquitos were compra. They're cold. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> I like it that that at the this end, is a poopy the review. Is so fucking yeah, this makes me feel gross. Uh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. You know, we took your ten percent. I can't believe she didn't smile more. I put my number on the credit card receipt, but uh, I haven't heard back. 
You ever got a number on the credit card receipt honors? Um, yeah, uh, once, and I, and I don't think it was, um, I think it may have been an accident because I texted it. I was single at the time and, uh, and I didn't get a response. So, okay. uh, you ever yeah, had that I'm, happen? I'm your waiter. False number? Maybe, maybe it was the, the reject hotline. Remember that? Oh, God. Um, I, I never, yeah. I can't remember if I got, a, I don't think I ever did get a number from a customer. Uh, no, no, I take that back. Yes, I actually went on one date with a customer. Uh, but uh, the caveat was, uh, it was so it was the mom, it was the mother and daughter would come to dinner all the time, Mm. and (laughs) the mother loved me. And I think the daughter went on a date to appease mom. Oh, uh, which, yeah, only one date, it was. we did not have anything in common. Like it's, we were two different. But uh, no, I just, I would just bang wait staff. Like, that's yeah. You, that's, sh- you shat where you eat. Yes. Oh, del- and it was delicious. You know, I I never did that, and I like to uh, say that it was my personal policy, but I also just never. <laughs> it's just never never came. happened. The one person, like three years after we worked together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> After the NDA expired, they're just like, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. It was actually Abby Martin from. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Don't besmirch her. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, it was not Abby Martin. <laughs> Legally speaking, um, hey. I have received it, a few it was Jesse. It's just it was- <laughs> I want a conspiracy in your pants. In, in, if I had my way in Minnesota, this would have been legal years ago. Um, <laughs> I have received a few numbers in my day, mostly from men. Ooh, that's fun. Uh, my last number I received was from a woman. Uh, and I, I just, of course, I'm not interested, whatever, but she was in her, like, she had to be about a decade older than me. Okay. So she, like in her late, late forties, early fifties at this point. And I, so I have the the receipt with the number on it, and I, I took a photo of it, and like it has her name on it too. I go and I check it out. Married with children. Ooh, Ooh. Um, you looked up uh, her Facebook. Yeah, I looked her Facebook up. And you're not a home wrecker. No, I did not. I'm not, I'm not gonna, not gonna, not gonna reckon in that. And also, really wasn't that interested anyway. But it was funny just because, like, I don't think she realized that. Also, I could, you know, through the information age, look it up. I did, uh-huh. I a little pastrami did, I did, sandwich with French fries, and can I have the waiter on the side? <laughs> I just I want to just dip into the waiter. I don't want to <laughs> be on top of everything. <laughs> I did <laughs> kind of think of it. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I don't want the waiter to meet my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I did get a phone number from a young woman uh, a few years ago, but um, I had a girlfriend at the time, so I couldn't follow up. But also, she. Left a very lousy tip. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> no, yeah, that's, that's a red flag. Yeah, um, I I can tell you a different story about uh, leaving a number though. I've never told this one on the podcast, but it does remind Ooh. me. So years ago, when I worked for Space Aliens, which uh, we talk about often on this podcast, I worked for a a child gambling den that was a uh, 50s sci fi themed. Um. And we had, uh, I was taking this big party of just, uh, you know, 
We always had to take big parties. There's always birthday parties. It's pretty much what <laughs> Sounds we like you're taking a shit. I gotta go take a big party. I go take well, yeah, honestly, I would have rather taken the shit. Um <laughs> so we're taking this party. These guys are just they're running my ass. They're being just douche nozzles to me. So it's me and another because when they're big parties, it'd be me and another server who had to take them. This other server was a good looking gal. Very sweet, very friendly. And and at the time I was also a good looking gal. Very no, I was a very it was a good look. <laughs> I, I was a better looking young man, whatever. And they they leave me like ten dollars on a three hundred dollar tab. <laughs> uh, and then the guy her. who's yeah. No, like that was for us to split. Whoa! Oh, and we also have to tip out the bartender because they're getting drinks. So we made nothing. In fact, we probably lost money on the table. Yes. So the guy, after they, they all clear out, he comes up to me and he goes, yo, yo, that, that chick you were working with tonight, man, she has got a banging ass. <clears throat> and he hands me a phone number. He's like, yo, hook, hook a dude up. Oh, what? God. So he hands me the phone number. Now, this, is in, the, this is in the late 2000s, so like 2008. I want to say 2008, 2009. And uh, burner phones are a thing. So we, as a bunch of uh, servers, we're all pissed, eh? Because like, these people were just shitty to everybody. So we got together. We all pitched in a few bucks. And we went to Walmart and bought one of those cheap yes. burner phones. Yes. And we all start drinking and start texting the guy. And he's immediately texting back, like, just, oh, my God, I never thought this would work. You group, so cat, you group catfish this guy. Oh, it gets better. So we get this guy. We kind of try to earn his trust. We're all, like, drunk. Like, wouldn't it be funny if we text him, like, ooh, I'm really into, like, uh, like furry play. And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. And he's like, so go put on a costume, whatever. Like, completely anything we're saying, this dude is like, this, this dude was the prototype prototype for simping back in the day as the as the kids would say so we're like how far can we push this oh my gosh okay before we end the story the awful service podcast does not condone catfishing uh, we do condone <laughs> we do condone noodling yes you can yes. noodle uh, you can stick your hand in a in, in, a, a, bucket in of a, chum. Hole, a hole in a hole in a river and yes. pull out a catfish mm-hmm. but you cannot catfish the rest of this story is alleged but okay <laughs> We then convince this man to go and reserve the nicest suite at the nicest oh, hotel in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Mm. And he does it. I'm here, baby. So, and we're texting him going, hey, so like, I want to get into the room first. So if you could just, you know, leave a card at the counter. Jesus, and... what did, where did you bury this guy? <laughs> oh, it gets better. So this is, you know, this is a, a sweet suite. This has the mini bar. No. <laughs> so we go. Oh, and we asked him to buy a bunch of shit. Like, can you buy this, this, Dude, and this, and this? Holy Jesus. And, he, and and just leave it in the room, and then just, I just want to get it ready. I'm going to have some flower petals. I want to get ready. I want to get sexy for you. All this. This guy is buying it. Hook, line, and sinker. This story is making me so uncomfortable. It's better. <laughs> we then... Is it better? Go. Are we going in a direction that's better? 
It's better if you were. This is this is retribution, Joe. Okay, revenge. Yes. So, like, we told them to get us like a bottle of like Grey Goose, some champagne, chocolates. We we bought it like a big like buy a bunch of dumb shit and leave it in the room, and then like come back at like nine o'clock at night because I want like we wanted to have a little spa day, all this. So we kept, and he was like, "Yeah, of course." Oh my god. We then go. We raid the mini fridge that has like mini the middle little mini bottles of liquor, the snacks, all that. We take it all and then just leave them a note saying, "I hope that I hope the ass was worth all this time and money." Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, Dude, yeah. You uh. Oh, and then we destroyed the burner phone. Jesus Christ! That that you buried. Go ahead. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and I thought you working for RT was going to be the most uh, <laughs> uh, controversial thing on this episode. Meow. Well, you know, well, you're going to be a cheap bastard yeah, and then Matt, sexualize Matt, my... Matt did a, I know what you did last summer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it was, we never, all of us laughed. We ended up going and like, like that night we went and partied, drank all the mini booze, all that, eating Toblerones and shit. Yeah, dude never came, he ne- and he never like tried to come into like our work and like bitch. Like we we're like we didn't care, and like this is you know it was a nice That's hotel, what you but it, get for trying to pick up my like my well, coworker. Like, he, I guess he was also being creepy to her while we were serving. Oh, okay. Now it's okay. Yeah, and again, and also like he was being like the stuff he was talking about in the text were were gross too. But that you know just, we just got some we just got some street justice. Street justice. Server style. No, what's the deal with street justice? I, uh, you can't wait for the court system. So you just have to just take them out back. <laughs> and much like that alleged story. Have you ever bought a burner phone? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we have to ask ourselves, gee, why did it fail? Everything was squared away. Everything was squared away. I had my plane written down. I had my plane written down. I thought I was here to stay. I thought I was here to stay. Now, now I have to figure out why. Gee, why did it fail? Gee, why did it fail is a segment we do every week where we look at different, uh, used to be menu items, businesses, uh, different different promotions. But now, since we're on the Zoom, we tend to look at different uh, commercials, pitchmen, training videos, etc. And this week, it's a little different. It's not we're not we're not we're not beating a dead horse. We're not going back to Eagleman yet. We didn't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin that one. Uh, it's been too much too much Eagleman. Not enough time. But um, we're all we're all men of a certain age. We remember the mall, and when going yes. to the mall was was the thing, right? Malls never needed commercials. Right. But some have tried. And this one is a this one's a a very special commercial. Uh for the East Hills shopping mall. And it's this week's Gee, why did it fail? East Hills. Backpacks, backpacks, come get your backpack. Boots and pants 
and boots and pants. <laughs> Get yourself an outfit. Denim. Boots and pants and boots and pants. Haircut. New shoes. So get yourself back to school with these tails. Haircut. East God. <laughs> boots and pants and boots and pants. I'm sorry. Is this it? Is this in Minnesota? No. Okay. Just we just found this. Although I'm sure our R and D is on it right now. Uh, uh, let's see here. I do, do East Hills. Shop I thought East I, uh, I thought uh, I knew somebody in this, but I probably not. Um. Wow. So uh, I'm on the website here, and what's happening in East Hills? <laughs> uh that is St. Joseph, Missouri. Okay. First and wow. foremost, I, I I love the the bad beatboxing. Yes, the, they could not sync the beatboxing yeah. to the whatever okay. that was. Haircuts, haircuts, shoes, boots and pants and boots and pants. This I is, okay. We know this. That one. That's this lady's my favorite. Yeah. So. Get yourself, get yourself an outfit. Get yourself an outfit. Like, wait, everyone else is just saying like one thing, maybe something else to try to do it on the beat. Get yourself an outfit. They have like a steel, uh, oh, uh, steel mic in the frame. I can't tell if it's like animated and they superimposed it or they're actually filming with this they just, like, like, walked around. open mic flyer microphone. With an Elvis microphone, I, just you walking know, I around the mall. They probably bought this at Spencer's. It's just a fake one. Yeah, and it doesn't go any further than that. Like, so it's, it's like it's a prop. We're just gonna do this real quick. We gotta zoom in. I, I, I want, want to say I want okay, this. So, I want this photo to be every time that you call Matt. Like this, this I, I, I want this. This lady holding up some Steven Tyler jeans so in the, front the, of a the, store called de- de- Rue Twenty One. Rue Twenty One. Yeah. I want to think that you I will think rue that. the day you have a mask with Twenty One. <laughs> that I th- I thought I know knew that girl. This one right here. I was like, oh my god! I went to high school with her, but then backpacks, backpacks. that was you, in... you, you knew you knew, her, uh, you knew all of her. You knew all of her favorite movies. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I would have to guess uh, for her, but yeah, that the Missouri, not Minnesota. It's good yes. to know. It's yeah, funny how we have that psychological and pants and boots and pants. That's that's my favorite. <laughs> I love boots, boots and pants. pants and boots. He's the one. He's like, I'm trying. I'm trying so hard with these other. Like, they, what? The, get yourself an outfit, chick. What? What? No, make it a <laughs> music. Damn it! I I feel like that American Eagle went like really far with this commercial, and they had like <laughs> American <laughs> Eagle store at East Hill Small's got talent, and then they had like a they closed the gate, and they had what? like a little. And I would have thought the boots and pants guy worked for Off Broadway. Funny that the uh, this place is called Off Broadway, and then in totally different uh, with different color font, it says shoes. Sure. Off Broadway shoes. Well, they make. You know what happened? I bet you there was another shoe store here, and they had. Oh. So they left the shoe. They're like, yeah, yeah you know we can just leave the shoes, and uh, we'll just put Off Broadway on top. They they you cut know, some corners. When we all think of Off Broadway, we think of Missouri. Yes, it is way off- that is Off Broadway. It's just way Off Broadway. Yeah. This is, this is so off Broadway, it's off Branson. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Ding. 
right. Uh, boots and pants and boots and pants. My favorite, my favorite part of the off-Broadway shoe section is the uh, Spider-Man Into the Dark collection. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Careful with those. They're kind of slippery. <laughs> uh, the uh, beatboxing, I feel like they were going to hire a sound guy, like a DJ, to do a little beat. Uh, but they ran out of money, so they had to. I was gonna say hire a beatboxer, but I think probably just get just, or have the producer beatbox. What do you think? Beatbox sounds like, like a, oh, that's close. So it's like it's a lot of like that's it. That's all. Yeah, yeah like ever, perfect. Ever, that's great. But Brad, have you ever beatboxed before? I got it. Okay, <laughs> the so like <laughs> I guess you're and the store is called there. Vanity. What 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 do you think they sell in Vanity? Because we have we have a nice little sparkly scarf on this. I think this is the this is the store you shop at. Arms. Oh, it, I loved the sheen arms. They they make my arms slimming. It that does kind of look like something that a figure skater would wear. Right. Yes. This yeah. is like Brian Boitano. I do kind of appreciate how this mall has, as far as I can tell, zero na- name brand stores. Or is that American Eagle? Yeah, that yeah was... American Eagle. Okay, well, and then I mean, Ma- Master Mastercuts isn't isn't. Uh... Yeah, there's a Mastercuts. <laughs> this yeah. this seems like a fake place. <laughs> this this seems like a Marvel movie had to make a mall <laughs> to film the Marvel movie in, and they couldn't use any name brand stores. They just uh, made a bunch of Journeys, fake stores. Journeys is real. I've heard Journeys. Of Journeys oh, there's before. Journeys. Okay. Uh, I, 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 to be fair, uh, and I, I uh, do feel like these are a lot of the things you find self. in shitty small malls. Because uh, uh, I'm sitting there like, yeah, we have a Route 21 in St. Cloud, a Journeys in St. Cloud, a Mastercuts in St. We don't even have an American Eagle. We don't have Off Broadway. I'll leave it that. We do have a Vanity though, so we do actually have. We, so what we also is have a Vanity? Dying mall. It's, 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 uh, like, it's just a. It's just like I think it's a place where uh, when you're transitioning into dressing like a grandma. Is it okay? So it's that. It's that. That weird. Uh, I'm still sexy, but I need to uh, cover up a bunch of stuff. Age. Mayhaps. Yes. That's that's vanity. I would assume. I've, which is I've an never odd been. name for a store. Yes. Yes. Three men. Three. Three. <laughs> We're all wearing t-shirts. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, this is a. Yeah, I do like the dermal piercings. She's she's like, listen, I work yeah. at Mastercuts. I got this pierced is the over. Only place, yeah. I got, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not standing next to her during her water break. I'll tell you that much. You <laughs> <laughs> get spritzed. It's uh. She actually like, doubles as the the fountain in the mall. <laughs> Mastercuts was the only place that she didn't have to take her piercings out. At Route 21, they were like, "Yeah, we have to." Yeah. Vanity's like, "Hey, you're never going to yeah. sell a new outfit." And the and with that with that face. Well, here at Vanity, we don't actually <laughs> pierce our cheeks. Like this look, she just looks like they're just like, "Hey, just come say a new outfit." Okay, uh, what do you want okay. me to do? Because you can tell she's totally in this one. She's looking at the director and not down the camera. Uh, yes. uh, Classic rookie vanity okay, move. Am I am I doing good? Get yourself an outfit. Like this guy's the pro. The the the, yes. the boots and pants dude. Fucking come come on. You you are you have a well. If you boots and pants man, BPM, you are always welcome on the awful service podcast. Well, I will listen to your stories. 
The rest of you, he, you're dead. You're dead to me. He's got nice hair too. You think he got it done in master cuts? No. <laughs> <laughs> she does. Uh, the the journeys chick does have the crazy ex girlfriend vibe though. Yeah, uh, I feel like the journeys yeah, he, corporate did not know this was happening. No, yeah. like any of the corporates knew this was happening. They're just like, just say some stuff about the stuff you can buy. It's for back to school. And boots and pants, totally. He was a, definitely a pro. He was a ringer. Like he played Will Parker in uh, the uh, the community theaters production of Oklahoma. <laughs> that was a that was, it was that was the off Broadway. Yes, off Broadway <laughs> production of Rodgers and Hammerstein's Oklahoma. He's just wearing a pair of overalls, doing the click dance. You know, I get it. <laughs> This is a, He's a shy Calvin. Malls are malls are definitely on the way out, aren't they? I miss malls. I like yeah. I, it, it. They used to be the place you would go. You could like see your like people. You you go hang out with your friends, mm-hmm. and like your group of guys will like go like mingle with a group of gals like uh-huh. in a food court. Like yeah, you're gonna uh, go. Was, you're gonna go. You're gonna get a. You're gonna get an orange Julius. You're gonna you're gonna go, you're gonna hang out, you're gonna go to, you're gonna go into Spencer and then dare each other to go to the dirty section of Spencer's. Like you're, you're gonna go to the sex toy party. I don't know. Did she hold your hand? No, but she did like she gave me her beeper number. <laughs> hey, listen, she let me buy her a hemp necklace, okay? <laughs> but <laughs> we bought it for years. Ever... <laughs> you guys hang out at MOA <clears throat> All of America? No, I was never an MO. Oh, I mean, like I, I grew up in, I grew up north, north, northern Minnesota. We had the okay. Brainerd Mall, and nice. that was going to the mall. And the Brainerd Mall literally was a Herberger's, a Kmart, and like ten stores. Oh, and a, and a, and a threeplex movie theater. Ooh, okay, that's there was so like cool. a. I think that was, was your Mall of America bookstore. There was a Dairy Queen in the middle of the mall. Ooh. That was the food court. It was just a Dairy Queen. There was no other food available. Oh, there was a sit-down. There's some weird sit-down restaurant inside of the mall. Just like some diner I, I love those where you have to go, you have to walk inside the mall to go eat at the restaurant. It's a yep. wonderful. It's and there was so like there, there was a Claire's. There definitely was a Claire's. Mm. Every I think illegally to be a mall, you had to have. Oh, and there was an arcade. They did have an arcade. They had the, you know. Oh, that's okay. This is a serious mall. So then now we're, now we're the rest talking. of it was like up north gifts and like you know places that just sell like shit that was etched into wood that cost way too much money that only like uh, like boomers would buy for their cabins. Uh, like living up north in the lake, that'll be fifty dollars. It's been a piece I of miss, beech wood. I miss liking the mall. Oh, yeah. I used to like the mall. I miss liking the mall, but now I'm old. I like it. since I turned forty. I just I don't like people. Like I'm surprised you're not. Like, I'm not. I'm surprised you're not there at eight a.m. Walking, Joe. Dude, but at the same time, I during the winter time, I will go to the mall and take a couple of laps because it's a good, uh, it's good people watching. It's good, uh, you know, exercise uh, with your coat off in a non-slippery environment. Mm-hmm. Like it's. So I uh, yeah, it's with the rest of the Minnesotans. I'll I'll go take a lap. I'll go uh watch a movie and get a Wahlburger and then go home. Call it a day. 
my uh, my family moved to Minnesota from Virginia when I was 12. And for a while, we were staying at a hotel. And every day, uh, my dad had to start his job, so he would go to work. And then uh, I would just go to the Mall of America and ride the roller coasters at Camp Snoopy for, like, hours and then come back to the hotel. How old were you? It was wow. I was 12, so this oh, was, like, like the, the life. Yeah. Yes. I got a continental Amazing. breakfast at the hotel. Go 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 to Legoland and just, just play around with the free the free uh, the free sets that you could just mess around with there. Yeah. Get yeah. All, you get all jacked up on those dusty Fruit Loops, as many dusty bowls of Fruit oh, Loops yeah. as you could eat, and, uh, and and then go to the Mall of America as a twelve year old. Wait, uh, un um, unsupervised. No, my mom would come with me usually. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. She's, I suppose the Mall of America is really not a place to let kids. No, you can't. You can't be under sixteen in the mall unsupervised. Yeah, she would still. She would still I blame the this. Mighty Ducks for that. Oh, really? Because uh, those kids were just rollerblading around the Mall of America. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck just like kids. Top Gun, the rollerblading through the Mall of America spiked. Uh, After five hundred percent. Yeah, it's the mall security guards couldn't stop all the kids. I do from... love that that bo- that the Mall of America was in both Mighty Ducks two and three. Yeah, the, the movies were paid for by the Mall of America. Never got jingle all the way. Yeah, yes, jingle all. Pretty, if you if you do a movie based in Minnesota and you don't talk about the Mall of America, no one will know what you're talking about. They're like, <laughs> wait, what? Yeah, they, they're like, I think they're filming in Canada. Yeah, it's not all right. Well, this boots, has been a boots and pants and boots, boots and, and pants. pants and boots and pants. All right, so this, <laughs> this has been a fun episode, but I think it's time we eighty six the podcast. But before we go, Anders, we do have one last segment. It's sure. human Yelp reviews. That's for you, Anders Lee. You get to review the podcast. Um, you can use a five star metric or as many stars as you like. We're really not that picky. You can either review the podcast as a whole, or you can review myself and Joe individually, and whenever you'd like to start. Um, let's see. The uh, name pronunciation improves <laughs> throughout the course of the episode. Um, I mean, as a Minnesotan, I feel like I got to give it five stars just out of uh, politeness and uh, camaraderie, uh, as my fellow statesmen's. Um, I will say it is a lot of the stuff I haven't thought about in a while, so it's kind of triggering, but um, <laughs> I. Uh, but not triggering care. enough. Yeah. Right. It's one of those things where it's like, it's not bad enough to be like trauma or PTSD, but it is still, I guess, maybe, yeah, somewhat traumatic. Uh, I, I don't like to toss around that word. Uh, stress, you know. You're you literally to... going to get off this podcast and immediately stream away from home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, while doing something else, if you know what I mean. But hey. uh, I, yes, I, as a Minnesotan, I got to give it uh, give it five stars. Love it, uh, Anders. How do our how do our uh, listeners follow you? At Anders Lee here on Twitter, uh, Dursley One on Instagram, and uh, you can check out my podcast I do with a couple comics here uh, that is called Pod Damn America. <laughs> Love it. So oh, wonderful. Uh, Joe, how do people follow you? 
Uh, let's see. Uh, always, yeah, you can just uh, look in the mirror three times and uh, look in the mirror and say my name three times. I like, and, I like uh, it the other way. You look in the mirror three times. Look in the mirror three times and say my name once and I show up. Uh, uh, or you can go to my wife and I's podcast. Uh, we're over here now at www.whereoverherenow.com. Wonderful. As for me, you can follow me. Uh, I am Matt Doima on Facebook and Instagram. I am at Chubby Waiter on Twitter, as I believe in truth and advertising. Um, as for anything, uh, I just want to say, check out the uh, Keller Comedy Open Mic every single Wednesday evening in the basement of the Red Carpet Nightclub in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Doors open at 8. Show starts about 9.15-ish. But get there early. Get a good seat. Uh, the uh, We have $6 32-ounce beer pitchers on special. Uh, so come on out. Uh, enjoy that. Follow the podcast at Awful Service Pod across all platforms. Email us at awfulservicepod at gmail.com and send us your Karen of the Week stories. Anders, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for doing the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to meet you. And as always, pink pussy shots for everybody. And have a good night. <laughs> It's time to count the till Sweep the floors and mop the spills Say goodnight Dispose of the trash and turn out the light Tell me why I try This whole damn thing is a lie So I'll take my tips My services have earned me Lock the door.